Hello, I'm Quinn. And I'm Alex. And we're A Couple couple of characters. Characters. We discuss topics related to creating characters and role-playing games. And today is our first anniversary, so we have some special things planned today. What are we talking about first today, Alex? So the first thing that we want to do is, since we talk a lot about characters on the show, we want to figure out what characters would we be if we were in a D&D game. Yes, I'm excited for this. But first, it's time for a random encounter. This is a segment where we briefly talk about characters we've encountered outside of RPGs, like in TV, movies, books, etc. I feel like this needs a sound like uh, some sort of sound effect that I make with my mouth because every time you say there's, oh, time for a random counter, I feel like the urge to make a noise. All right. I don't know what the noise noise is. It's kind of like the hot book tip noise. Wow, wow. From reading glasses. Wow, wow. Hot book tip. (laughs) Yep. Because, I mean, we are usually talking about books. That's true. All right. But, Alex, do you have a character you'd like to talk about today? Yes, I do. And so, unfortunately, this character doesn't really have a name, but I'm going to describe why. Okay. So, the main character of the book, Touch, by Claire North. hmm And in this book, the idea is that when the person touches someone, they can, like, basically shift their, I guess, mental... Consciousness? Consciousness. That is the word. Into, like, a new body, right? So, the person... The main character is, like, one of these beings, and there are other beings, too. Question. Go What for happens it. to the people once they go into their body? The people basically don't remember what's happening while they're being taken over. Okay, so, like, they aren't lost or whatever. They just, like... No, they are like in they the body with the... It's like they or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And basically, I mean, they get into this in the book, too, where, like, some people basically pay these beings i don't remember what they call they might be called like jumpers we'll just call them jumpers for the sake of conversation but anyway they some people like will pay the jumpers be like hey i'll get rid of your drug addiction like i'll go through therapy for you if you let me have your body for a year afterward you know or something like that so like they do stuff like that sometimes okay but the main you don't have to go through like all the withdrawal and such right and like the book basically starts off with the main character being chased and like they're obviously hard to chase because they can keep switching bodies right so yeah but yeah it was a really interesting book i don't know i like the main character and like kind of there's you find out more about their story and like how they became like this and that kind of stuff it's really interesting read okay what did you bring for us well today i brought talia from the house in the cerulean sea by tj clune The premise of the book is that this guy works for the government and he inspects these orphanages for magical children and we follow him as he inspects this one orphanage and we get to meet the man in charge of the orphanage and the children that live there. Okay. And it's just such a heartwarming and sweet book. And Talia is one of the children at this orphanage and I really loved all of the children but I think she was my favorite. She's this gnome who's very protective of her garden and her friends, and she's very tough and always wants to clobber her enemies over the head with her shovel. <laughs> so it's Which just, one's the demon one? That's Lucy. Okay. Yeah. And I just found her so sweet and relatable, because like, sometimes I just wish I could take a shovel and smack people on the head when they're annoying me. <laughs> I feel like I probably will relate more to Lucy. Oh, you will relate to Lucy. Okay. But I also feel like you relate to... I'm blanking... It's like Alfred or Albert or something. It starts with an A, the guy who runs the orphanage. Okay. I feel like you'd like him a lot, too. 
Yeah, I want to read this book, so we'll. It's I'll let it's you very know. good. I also love. I'm blanking on the wyvern's name. Oh, Theodore. I really like him too. He's very sweet and very cute. And there was a part with that had him in it that just made me bawl my eyes out. Well, that doesn't sound good, but it does sound good. You it know was. What I mean? It was from. It was so like gave me all the feels in a good way. Like I was just like, it was like a loving overflowing. Okay. Of emotion. All right. That's enough about these characters. <laughs> I think that people want to know. That's yes. what they came here for. Yes, even so though they didn't know that that's what they were coming for. Exactly. So now that the encounter is over, let's move on to our first topic. Alex, would you like to start by saying what class or classes you think you are? This is a hard question for me to answer because I have a PhD in math, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm obviously... It seems like I should be a wizard, right? Yeah, Mr. Education. Yeah. But I don't feel like a wizard. Like, I don't feel like I studied enough in school to actually merit being a wizard. I feel more like a sorcerer. I was going to say, you just kind of, it happened upon you. Kind of like a natural, and I'm like... I mean, I'm not trying to brag. This sounds like a brag. <laughs> but, like, I did work hard in grad school. But I feel like undergrad, I didn't work as hard as I should have. And so I feel like I'm more of, like, a sorcerer kind of getting by on what I have, like, mm-hmm. been given. So I feel like a sorcerer or maybe a warlock in that I feel like if someone had offered me power IRL, I would probably take it and be like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a reason that warlock is your most played class. Yeah. Because you Um, just love it. Yeah, I don't know. I think those two, I think the sorcerer is probably a good fit for me. Not sure which subclass I would be, but I think that... You know, maybe Shadow Sorcerer. That seems cool. Okay. So what about you, Quinn? Which class would you be? So I've been thinking about this, and I feel like I'm a combination of a few different classes. Yeah. So I love books and stories. So Bard seems like a good fit, except I'm not very charismatic. Sure you are. You're on a podcast. Doesn't mean I'm charismatic. I don't think... I think I'm kind of off-putting IRL. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, I don't think I'm very friendly and people want to listen to me. Maybe in a more authoritative manner, but not in like a, everyone just wants to be my friend like with you. Yeah, I guess I am very charismatic in that way. A lot of people want to be my friend. But don't forget, intimidation is also a charisma That's check. That's true. But I was thinking, so maybe knowledge domain cleric might be a better fit for me, especially because I want to take care of the people I care about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me, like, just wanting to take care of everybody, and, like, that's kind of, like, a cleric's whole thing. Yeah. And I also feel like I have a bit of barbarian in me, because I definitely have a rage <laughs> burning deep inside. Yeah, I think that we all have a little barbarian in us, if we're being honest with some, ourselves. Some more than others, though. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, I was thinking artificer, because I enjoy building things and fixing things, which is just the engineer in me. Yeah, those all seem great. I'm like, here, I'm just this sorcerer. (laughs) And you're like, I'm these five classes. And I'm like, oh boy, I feel a little... (laughs) Well, it's funny because like in actual game, you would be more likely to multi-class than me. Yeah, Too much rules. (laughs) That's true. I do have a yellow belt in at least one um, martial art. I'm not going to say which one. I'm not going to say how many. Because I like to keep things a little mysterious. Oh, well, I'll say that I got up to a purple belt in karate. 
So maybe we have a little monk in us. Just saying. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I am surprisingly dexterous. I'm surprisingly not dexterous, so... (laughs) Like, you see me, and I'm like, this guy looks kind of fit. Like, not super fit, but, like, maybe a little fit. And then it's like, you push me over with a late breeze, and I trip. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Okay, so what's next on our list? That was... I think that was a great little starter, a little taste of what we are. Yeah, just a little taste. So... Now, this is something I've been wanting to talk to you about for a while now. What is your favorite character or two that we've made on the show in the last year? Okay, so I think that I don't think we gave them a name Mm -hmm. because my favorite is the circus halflings that stack up and pretend to be a medium person. Yes, I I, don't think we gave them names. We just called them the strongman and the, the acrobat. Right, but I really love the idea. I still want to play this character with, you know, with you or someone else. Mm-hmm. But it would be a lot of fun to be, you know, a bard or acrobat, whatever, on the top and talk your way through, and then the other person, because I would want to be that one, and then presumably you would be the barbarian on the bottom or the fighter oh, yeah. or whatever, just break out of the trench coat and smash. But, yeah, I really love those two characters. And I think our story was very good of, like, they escaped from the circus and they don't know why the circus was attacked, but now they think they're going to be persecuted, so they have to hide. Right. It was was a pretty good one. I think it was definitely the point where we started making, like, like, oh, we're going to go wild with these backstories. Yeah. And the other one that I want to give a shout-out to is actually our last episode. I really liked our... Um, backstory that we came up with for Ash because you know I came in with like I wanted to backseat Rogue that's a phantom and they woke up in a graveyard that's all I know and then we turned it into this like Jason Bourne (laughs) like backstory that was really I think interesting so I had a lot of fun with Ash as well yeah what about you Quinn what were your favorite characters or just one so for me I'm between Myrtle Crabapple or Ash because I love both of their backstories so much. Like, we went in with very brief character ideas for both of them, and then we came up with these really rich, complex backstories that gave the characters so much room to grow. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing with Myrtle's rival is so interesting, and I love, like, that there's this Assassin's Guild that's searching for Ash, so I just, again, I had a lot of fun coming in with, like, nothing, and then saying, like, oh, wow, look at this that we just came up with. Yeah, Myrtle, I think, was definitely top five for me as well. I know we haven't made, like, more than 20, but I loved Myrtle as well. Yeah. They were very interesting. Yes. But I think that's funny that we both picked Ash as well. It it was such a good backstory. (laughs) Yeah. And the nice thing about Myrtle was that they have a clear goal of, like, I want this vampire musical, and it's, like, I think it would be a lot of fun to play Myrtle because... There is like a very fine, like clearly defined goal, but there's a lot of ways you can go about trying to accomplish it, you know? Right. Because it's like they wanted to research vampires. Like, I need to learn more about vampires so that I can write this accurate portrayal of vampires. Yeah. So, yeah, I like those. I also give a quick shout out to Zezor because I think that. They almost made my list as well because mm-hmm. he was fun too. Yeah. I really liked his nature of like, I'm a buckbear, but I don't feel like a buckbear. And like 
basically with his faceless background, you know, kind of, it just all came together so nicely. And when we randomly picked it with Harper. Yeah, it with all our secret yeah. choices, it really, it was so incredibly perfect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that was another really good one. All right, what do we got next, Quinn? That, that was a lot of fun. Yes. All right. So now it's time for some character creation. So we're going to randomly roll a class out of the classes that we haven't really fleshed out yet. Mm-hmm. So these options are Artificer, Druid, Monk, Paladin, and Sorcerer. So we will roll a D10. Okay. Yeah, because we did do some of these when we did Fiza, who was multi-classing to get all the cantrips, but we haven't really delved deep into any of these. So I think it's great. Yeah. I'll let you roll this time because I think I rolled last time. Sounds good. And if I roll, we'll get a warlock. It's not on the list, but we will (laughs) get it. Somehow we'll get a warlock. Yeah. It's a 12 (laughs) on the D10? Got a 4, so we're making a druid. Okay, druid. Which, I mean, we did make a druid kind of in our halfling stack episode, but that's, that's fine. We can make another one because we didn't really get into the druid. No, we didn't really get into it. Okay, so now for stats, we're going to do the 4d6 and add up the three highest. Okay, and we'll do them in order. We'll do them in order? It's more fun. Okay, that was what I was going to ask. All right, so this is, let me just write this down. I'm kind of sad you didn't roll Paladin because I have an idea for a Paladin that I want to make, but it's fine. We'll get to it eventually. (laughs) Okay, all right, do you want me to roll or do you want to roll? Go for it. All of you. All right. Four, four, five. Maybe the random encounter note should just be dice rolling. I should just be ready to roll dice. Yes, roll some dice. Nine for dex. Fifteen for con. Sixteen for int. Watch us get like a really low wisdom. Oh, this is the, this is important. Eleven. Okay, it's not ideal. We got a smart druid. And a fourteen. Nope, a sixteen for charisma. Oh man, that is really funny. They're the tribal leader, but they're not very wise, so they need a bunch of advisors. But like people follow them because they're very charismatic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was having a different thought, but we can weigh these options. I was thinking, okay. What, um, do we want to roll a gender? Can I just first get my thought out? Get your thought out. Get this out. So my my thought was they're not originally, like, they weren't planning on being a druid. They're, like, studying maybe with their high intelligence or Mm -hmm. maybe they're, like, a bard. They want to be a bard or something, and then something happens, and they decide that druid is the way to go. So those are kind of the opposite ends of the spectrum. So Okay. Um, I guess let's roll a gender and a race, and we'll find out a little more about this character. Well, that's that's an interesting point that you make. Like, maybe they're out doing some field research. But I really like your idea, too, because, like, if they're... Let's say that it's, like, kind of a monarchy or, you know... What's the oh. female version of monarchy? Monarchy is still a monarchy. Matriarchy? A matriarchy just means that there's ladies that are okay. complete. A monarchy means that there's a royal family. Okay, anyway. So there's a monarchy, maybe, or something in this, like, druid clan. Mm-hmm. And so this person 
is just they are destined to lead their people and they're like but guys like I'm not that good like guys I know I'm good at the talking and I, I feel like you should understand me because I'm good at talking to you yeah <laughs> I am somewhat persuasive but like guys I really shouldn't be leading but they're still like you know kind of thrust into this role I like this I like this story a lot okay Okay. Uh, let's roll for a gender and a race, but I think, yes, I like your idea of they are going to be the tribal leader. Yes. Half elf. Okay. All right, we got a force. So they're female. Okay. So it currently sounds kind of like we're making Keyleth from uh, the first season of Critical Role. Keyleth. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> they're half elf, and let's roll for the other half because we want to be inclusive in our game, and we know that. Not only humans and elves have babies together. All right. I'll roll it this time. Even. And a two. So, human. Wow. (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) Okay, so, yep, they are half elf, half human, even though we had the option not to be. Yep. That is very funny. I'm kind of disappointed, but it's okay. The dice have spoken. I know it has, and I have not heeded its warning. The dice giveth and the dice taketh away. Yes. And this time they take away my joy. (laughs) (laughs) At creativity. You can still be creative in this sense. Okay. But can we roll for which kind of elf it is? Sure. Yeah, let me... Because there's a bunch of variants. Yeah, there's a bunch of different variants of elf. So we roll a d6. Or I think there's a... In the half-elf thing now, there's like a table of like which trait you get. Yeah, you can choose. And that kind of determines which parented lineage Well, yeah, but we can roll a d6. Do you want to roll All right, go for it. I'll roll it. If you want me to get a human... All right, it's a high elf. Okay. Kind of makes sense with your whole monarchy thing. Yeah, all right. And they're high intelligence. Yeah. All right, so their dex goes up and their ink goes up. They get fantasy. They get keen senses. No, they're half off. They don't get these things. I lied. They're half off. They don't get these things, Gwen. Mm-mm. I don't know what they get. They get plus two charisma, plus one to two other things. That's what half elves get. I forgot they were half elf. Though. I was just going for high elf. <laughs> I really want them to be high elf. I mean, you could always go with Tasha's and just give them whatever. But yeah, so charisma by two. They're so charismatic. Is there charisma eighteen? Sure is. Wow. It could have been twenty if we'd rolled higher. And I then mean, two other eight. of our choice increased by one. I think still we should increase 18. wisdom. Yes, to a twelve. Yes. And then do we want to make con 16, strength 14, dex 10? Our dex is 9? Yep. I like that. I'd like to leave that. I think strength 14. Let's make this one, this woman buff. All right. She's a burly girl. But super clumsy. Yeah. She just doesn't, she's not used to all her strength yet. Yeah. Maybe she's a very young like she just had a growth spurt <laughs> isn't used to her limbs yet. and it was kind of like an outward because she got buff yeah she got buff yeah all right Bro, so do you even lift yes so yes i do for half elf there's like alex said the half elf versatility mm-hmm. so you can choose one of them or go with like so what's there's, the high elf one so there's a couple so there is skill versatility you get 
proficiency in two skills of your choice. Elf weapon training, you have proficiency with the longsword, short sword, short bow, and longbow. Cantrip, you know one cantrip of your choice from the wizard spell list. Intelligence is your spellcasting ability for it. Well, that wouldn't be terrible. <laughs> so you want to do the cantrip one? I think we should discuss a little bit before we pick one. Sure, sure. What is her tribe like? Because that can help us decide. Because, like, you know, the weapon training and the cantrip thing. Yeah. Like, the weapon training depends on who brought her up. So, I think that her tribe is very... So, again, like, like we're saying, like, monarchy, but it isn't really a monarchy. It's just, like, they have, like, a clan leader, and it has been hereditary in the past. Okay. And is it a group of druids i'm guessing right if they're all yeah. druids they're all druids and they're all just mixed races because it's more fun if there's a variety yeah like i think it's just like a big group of like people who are druids okay and her mom is the current leader yes and her mom's a high elf right yes and so she's like okay our character we should maybe give her a name yeah let's but give anyway. her a name do you want to go to a fantasy name generators yeah all right, do we want to go elf names? Look up druid names. I don't know. Yeah, we can do elf. Here's some possibilities. Arendil, Eluin. Do you feel any of those? Nope. Ruith. You will Ruith the day you mm-hmm. put me in charge. <laughs> Cilia, Ada, Shara. Let's go Shara. Shara. Is that fine? Yeah. Okay, Shara. So, for Shayra, what I was thinking, her mom, the High Elf, mm-hmm. is in charge, right? Currently yes. of the Druids. And so, Shayra is like, oh, awesome. I won't have to be in charge because I'm not that good at Druid stuff. Exactly. But then her mom gets sick, and now it's like, oh, no, her mom looks like she might die. And so, Shayra's like, I need to go find a cure. I'm leaving to go find a cure because I cannot okay, lead people. Okay, yes. Like, so Shayra is very... Because well, because she's, she's like, I mean, I can kind of lead people, but, like, like I don't I'm know good, the right thing to do. I'm not good at the druid stuff is the thing. Like, yeah. I'm good I'm good at the other stuff. She really likes um, maybe, like, books or something because, like, of her high intelligence or her high charisma. Maybe she's, like, a performer I or think, something. Yeah, like, I think she's, yeah, she likes enjoy, like, maybe she does a lot of the stuff, like, after they do their exploits or whatever, like, if they have, like, their battles, whatever, they're, and their whole goal of their tribe is, like, they're the defenders of the forest. Okay. And, like, whenever they, like, win in battle, whatever, she's there to help. I mean, she's also good at fighting. Like, she's up in the thick of it. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's very constitution and strong. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think she's a bow person because her deck no, sucks. No, no, no. She's up in it. Yeah. And she helps, like, you know, write these great, like, stories, you know, like, that they tell, you know, to, like, pass on their history. Oh, Yeah. Because it's an oral history, and yeah. she loves the stories. She loves the so stories. So her passion is the stories. It's not like the fights are fine, but she's like, I'm good at the fights, and I have to be there so I can get the story. Yes. And I think the other thing is, like, she's very in tune with, like, the religious aspect of, like, worshipping, like, like, that aspect of their druid culture, of, like, the nature, god, goddess, whatever. Yeah. And that's why she's a little more intelligent because she's yeah. studied a little more and is in tune. And she's learning all this 
the history of their people because yeah, she wants to incorporate them yeah, in her stories. Yeah, she's fascinated by it, exactly. Awesome. But yeah, I love this that she's like, well, I've got to go find a cure because I don't want to be the leader. Or maybe her mom, we can Disney it, and her mom does die, and then she runs away from home because she doesn't want to lead or something. I don't know. I'm I'm Because I want to get her on an adventure. Yeah. Right, because she is a PC, presumably. Yeah. I guess you could use our show to make NPCs, too. But anyway, presumably that Shayra is a PC, right, that we're playing. So we have to get her on the adventure. But I think her mom being sick is good because I don't want to just Disney it and kill her off. Right. I think I like that, like, she's going off to find a cure. And then after she finds the cure, brings it back, she's going to want to stay out because she's like, look at all these stories that I can learn about, whatever. Like, I think she's multiclassing into Bard, to be honest. Yeah, she definitely might. I mean, with the thing we just painted, yes, she seems like a Bard. Mm-hmm. But um, also, like, you know, she can spread the stories about, you know, like her people to the world, which I think she would be very interested in doing. Okay, what are our druid subclasses what? what are the druid circles we could choose from because i think this will also help us shape yeah the circles are as follows dreams land moon shepherd spores stars wildfire which one's jumping out at you because none of them really speak to me i mean land is kind of boring if i'm being honest but, like, that one kind of seems right. It's just kind of, a, I think it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, it's not super interesting necessarily, but I do think it might be the closest. Let me look at the um these other few. So, okay, I'll give you the rundown dreams. It's, like, connected to the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Shepherd is, like, a really in tune with animals and, like, conjuring animal spirits, which could work. Yeah. Um, Spores is about, like, poison and... I wasn't kind of more think- undead. Yeah, yeah I wasn't not thinking really that good one. Fit. Moon is the ones that it's going to be shaping. Yeah, I know. shaping. Stars. Stars you can, like, turn into an astral Yeah, self. they're, like, focused on, like, the constellations. And wildfire, and you can summon a little fire guy to help you. A little I don't fire think. Imp thing. It seems, like, not great in the forest. Well, but, I mean, forest fires, like, a natural forest fire when like humans haven't destroyed everything and make them awful so they just kill everything like okay killing the brush like is good it promotes new growth i'm changing my mind i'm swinging around i i like wildfire because here's the thing Mm -hmm. right shayra doesn't know about the wildfire like forest fire thing that you just said that is true and so shayra is like well i'm kind of good at like making fire this like fire thing up here but, like, that seems bad because we're in a forest. And, like, so then it adds to her self-doubt about her leaving her people because her oh, people are, yes. like, circle of the land, right? They're not circle of the fire, but she just has this innate gift for Yeah, I feel like there thing. might be, like, various different types of circle, but I feel like a lot of them are probably circle of the land. Yeah, there's probably some moons in there, you know. There's maybe some shepherds, you know. It's whatever. Yeah. But I feel like there's not... And he circled the wildfire. 
because then if there was, then she could just go talk to that person. Yeah. And so, like, because, you know, it's new in Tasha, so obviously it's new in our world. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So how old is she? Like, maybe, like, 16? Yeah. I feel like seems, she's kind of young. We keep making angsty teens, but it's good. She's not an angsty teen. She's full of self-doubt. That's true. Okay, she's a self-doubting teen. But I also feel like, you know, if you're making a level one character, it doesn't make a ton of sense for them to be like a 40-year-old, so. Unless they're like a sorcerer that something happened to them or a warlock. Yeah, definitely you can make it work yeah. where they're older. I'm just saying in this story, it doesn't sound like she's that old. Yeah. So I think, yes, she's 16 and six months or okay. 16 and a half, as some people say, mm-hmm. as normal people would say. Mm-hmm. And so Shayra, yeah, she she's good at this wildfire thing. I like this. And then, like, she, like you said, so eventually she can come back with the cure. And, like, maybe she'll find acceptance of if she learns about this thing where you said, like, oh, you know, sometimes fires are good for force, which I'm not disagreeing with. I will want to make that clear. I do agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> but. I just think Shayward doesn't know that. Yes. Okay, so what is her background? That's a great question. So there is performer, which might be good if she is telling oral. Oh, the entertainer one? Yeah, entertainer. That's what it's called. I no, like that. I think not that. Not performer. Yeah, I think that's like really good because like one of the things is like a storyteller and like that's her whole deal so i like this entertainer background yeah the like the stuff you get with it like you costumes which i guess you flavor to be like she could have like animal costumes or something yeah i feel like she might have like animal skins and other stuff so that she like really like acts out like oh yes we fought this mighty bear yeah and she puts on a bear pelt and like you know does her thing yeah i think this like it's kind of giving me like Native American vibes with like yeah. the stories that I'm picturing her telling. That is also what I was picturing yeah. as well. And so, yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I don't know what else. Uh, what else do we need to say about Shayra? I think that was a pretty. What good... type of instrument does she should she have? Okay. Should she have drums? Well, I think that drums are key in like a Native American music, so drums seem good. All right, we'll go drums. And then, so what she gets from this is acrobatics and performance. Okay, so she is clumsy, but sometimes she can turn the clumsiness into a good, like, cartwheel. Yeah. It's kind of an accident. She doesn't plan on it. Right. And then other ones that we get to choose two from is Arcana, Animal Handling, Insight, Medicine, Nature, Perception, Religion, and Survival. I kind of like religion, Mm-hmm. Going with what I'd already said. Um, I was thinking maybe medicine or survival. It seems like those would both be things she would have learned in this culture. Yeah, I think those make sense. So which one? Um, get one of them. Let's say medicine. I feel like we don't pick medicine very often. Sounds like a plan. And especially since she's going to be like up in the melee stuff. Like She'll be there to make medicine checks if she needs. Mm-hmm. Oh, finally, like, a druid that could use a flame sword or flaming sword, whatever. Green flame blade? No, no, no. I think it's only a druid spell. It's oh. called flame sword. Oh, okay. Or flaming sword. It's one of those two. You literally summon a flaming sword in your hand. Oh, yes. This is very good. Yeah. I love it. 
And especially with the wildfire, like this is it's very, very flavorful. Fitting. Yeah. All right, I I like Shayra. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What is there anything else we need? So we got her ability scores. We got her. Ability got her skills. We don't usually do certain equipment because it's kind of boring. It is kind of boring for an audio. Yeah, we got her personality traits. I think we're good. Um, What do you think she would do at level, like, four? Which feat or Mm. ability score increase do you think she would do? Obviously, increasing wisdom could be good. So we'll ignore that. Which feat do you think she would take? I'm just curious what feat. Let me look at the list of feats because I agree, like. I guess also we can ask, what does Shaver look like? Um... I'm picturing, like, we can make her Native American looking. Yeah, let's make her look Native. Okay. Or Indigenous. I'm not sure which one is proper. Yes. I think it depends on who you ask, I suppose. Yes. So, I think she should have, like... Dark hair. Yeah, like... Dark black. Yeah. Or dark brown. Yeah. And um, she's got, like, you know, like, brown skin. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she looks like... An American Indian, yeah, wears their hair in braids because you know they do wear their hair in braids. I feel like yeah, her and her costumes could be like, like a colorful vest could be one of her costumes. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very like the beaded vests yeah. that they make. Yep, I like this. An interesting thing might be like elemental adept for her. Ooh, does that make you better at like fire damage? Yeah, let me see. Or, I mean, you can pick fire. You choose a damage type. Spells you cast ignore resistance to damage of the chosen type, and when you roll damage for a spell you cast that deals damage of that type, you can treat any one on a damage die as a two. Yes, I'd like that. And then I bet you could, like, convince your DM to let your little fire whatever buddy, I don't know what it's called. Is it called Wildfire Spirit? Something like that? You could probably, like, get your convince your DM to let that thing ignore, like, do the same thing. Yeah, Wildfire Spirit. Oh, I said that. Nailed it. Well, well, nailed it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. Very good. I think I think that's it for Shara. Yeah, sounds good to me. So we got a half elf, or sorry, high elf, half elf. Mm-hmm. So she's half human, half high elf, because we did roll human. We did roll. Um, she is a druid that is destined to lead their tribe mm-hmm. of druids. She doesn't want to because she's not very good at the druid stuff. And she is self-conscious about it because she's, like, connected with fire. Yes. And they live in a forest, so that worries her. Yes. And she goes off to adventure because, um, well, one, she doesn't want to be a leader. And mm-hmm. two, her mom gets sick. So she goes off to try to find a specific medicine, a cure, some sort of special plant. Oh, I think that also ties into her having the medicine skill. Yeah. Because, like, normally she can help out, but this is beyond her. Yeah, she hasn't seen this weird disease or whatever it Mm -hmm. is. And, yeah, so then she goes off and finds a group of adventurers and is like, hey, I can help out with this adventure. Yes, and eventually she'll come into her own and realize that, like, oh, like, fire can be good, it can be helpful. Yeah, so then you could do that as well, like, with later on her story could be if she keeps going druid, she can obviously, like, accept that, okay, I am, 
in a circle of wildfire and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Or if you want her to rebel a little bit, you could do some multi-class in the bard for the storytelling part of her. Yes. And I think those both work out really well, whatever you want to do. Yes. And I feel like this is a good story reason to actually multi-class because, you know, we we love to multi-class for RP reasons, not for like, oh, if I do this, I can get min-max this way. Yeah. If you want yeah. to play that way, that's fine. Yeah, we don't judge you for doing that. It's just not our style. Okay. Awesome. So... And we don't have anything else planned for us, right? Because no, we did. It. Yeah, we did our, what would we be? We did our favorite characters from the past year, and we made a new character because we love making characters. That's what the show's all about. Yes. You can find more information about our show at a acoupleofcharacterspodcast.com. Have ideas or feedback, or need help creating your next character? Email us at acoupleofcharacterspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at podcast. We'd like to thank John Began for composing our theme music. If you like what we're doing, please rate and review us on iTunes. Give us a five-star review there, and that would really help us out. You can also tell a friend about our show. Yes, and put in your review what your favorite character that we've made over the last year is, and we'll read it on the show. You can also support us by going to bookshop.org slash shop slash podcast, and any purchase that you make there will help out our show. Another way to support us is by becoming a Patreon donor. Just search ACOC Podcast. And doing so, any level of support, you can get access to the second episode of our actual play campaign. Yeah, Naboon and Dagnall are up to something. You'll have to become a patron to find out what. Yes, they're up to some shenanigans. They're killing demons. Or maybe they're doing something else. Who knows? Only one way to find out. Yep. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex in Winterland. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana Dr. Quinn. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling. Printed coward. I'm not adding them right now. Coward. I wasn't prepared for it, so you didn't remind me. I am always prepared. Wrap it up. Yep. Put a bow on it. (laughs)